Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. The Indian mystic poet Kabir writes, leap into experience while you're alive. What we call salvation belongs to the time before death. Leap into experience, into this very moment, right here, right now. These lines are from American poet Adrian Rich's Transcendental Etude. No one ever told us we had to study our lives, make of our lives a study as if learning natural history or music, that we should begin with the simple exercises first and slowly go on trying the hard ones, practicing till strength and accuracy became one with the daring to leap into transcendence, take the chance of breaking down in the wild arpeggio or faulting the full sentence of the fugue. And in fact, we can't live like that. We take on everything at once before we've even begun to read or mark time. We're forced to begin in the midst of the hardest movement, the one already sounding as we are born. American Trappist monk Thomas Merton said, life is this simple. We are living in a world that is absolutely transparent, and the divine is shining through it all the time. This is not just a nice story or a fable. It is true. I think of that moment in American playwright Eugene O'Neill's Long Day's Journey into Night, when Endon remembers sailing on the night seas in Argentina, I lay on the bowsprit with the water foaming into spume under me, he says, the mass with every sail white in the moonlight towering above me. I become drunk with the beauty and singing rhythm of it, and for a moment, I lose myself. I actually lose my life. I am set free, dissolved in the sea, become white sails and flying spray, become beauty. And the high, dim-starred sky, I belong within a unity and joy to life itself. If we're very lucky, these moments come unbidden. As the old Unitarian hymn affirms, the soul hath lifted moments above the drift of days when life's great meaning breaketh.
as sunrise on our ways. We can choose to live as if lifted moments are available to us at any moment, available here and now, but surely we've missed them. Miss them over and over. How can we remember to leap, to land in this very moment, and to love one by one? The spiritual practice is to look and see, listen and hear, right here, right now, what the Dominicans call incarnation theology, a spiritual practice of embodiment, of presence in the present moment. An anonymous nun writes, I have returned to the simple things I learned when I was young. If I'm grading papers, I pray for each student. If I find myself worrying about a patient, I say the rosary. This is what is given now. My life has become one of interconnectedness, the small epiphanies of each moment well lived. I don't trust the big ones where my ego gets all puffed up. It's either here and now, or we've missed it. We say the devil is in the details, but it's all details. Details are all there is. Mother Teresa taught us this. I never look at the masses as my responsibility. She said, I can only love one person at a time. Just one, one, one. So you begin. I began, she continues, I picked up one person. Maybe if I didn't pick up that one person, I wouldn't have picked up 42,000. The whole work is only a drop in the ocean. But if I didn't put that drop in, the ocean would be one drop less. The same goes for you in your family, your church, your community. Just begin. One. 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 Right here. Right now. Yaqui Indian shaman Don Juan Matus recommends engaging death as our advisor. He's not being morbid. Death, he says, is our eternal companion. It is always to our left at an arm's length. The thing to do when we're impatient is to turn to our left and ask advice from our death. An immense amount of pettiness is dropped when we remember to consult with our death. I thought of Don Juan's teaching when I read this story from an anonymous Sufi master who crashed his motorcycle when he was 19 years old. I was on the critical list, he says, with broken bones and internal injuries. As my mind cleared, I remembered that for a second after the impact, I was looking down at my body. I was just a short distance above. I could see, but my being was completely non-physical. It was quiet and peaceful. I was relieved. 
I knew I had the option to return to my body or let go into this wonderful darkness. But when I looked at the scene on the street below, what arose was this intense feeling of love, love for life. Love and joy made me come back. They told me that in the ambulance I was crying and laughing. I felt a reality of freedom that was beyond the physical, an intense joy and happiness that has motivated my spiritual life now for 35 years. I love this reality. I have followed its call. The thing to do is to ask advice from our death. Right here. Right now. American Buddhist teacher Larry Rosenberg undertook a pilgrimage in Korea. On a remote road, he came across an elegant shrine at the base of a mountain. Next to the shrine was a sign that said, Way to the most beautiful Buddha in all of Korea. An arrow pointed to the thousand-step path carved into the side of the mountain. And so Larry climbed. He climbed and climbed until at last he reached the top. The view was breathtaking in every direction. And there was a simple stone altar. But it was empty where the statue of the most beautiful Buddha in all of Korea should have been, there was nothing but the green-hilled vista beyond. Next to the altar was another sign. It said, if you can't see the Buddha here, you had better go down and practice some more. Oh, we had better practice some more. We rise, we fall, we lose our way. The wife of a well-known Hindu teacher says, my husband came home from his last visit to India in an amazing state. He was enlightened for six months until he spent time with his mother. <laughs> Another Hindu teacher tells the story of coming home from India, becoming a revered teacher in America, and going to visit his family. One day, he was taking care of his nephew. It was a hard day for the Swami and the three-year-old, he says. We messed up the house. He threw a tantrum. Finally, I took him in my arms and just held him, singing Sanskrit melodies. And I realized that's all the world wants to be held in spite of it all. The bliss returned as soon as I opened my heart. Right here, right now, the bliss returns as soon as we remember. When you feel the most conflicted, stop. Look beyond the drama. Look for the vulnerability. See the pain. Breathe. Breathe. Listen for your heart. Listen to your heart. 
it has an astonishing capacity for compassion. Several years ago, arrangements were made for the Gyotu Tantric Choir, Tibetan monks famous for their deep multifocal chanting, to perform in California's San Quentin prison and for the San Quentin Gospel Choir to sing in response. It seemed like such a great idea. And then someone really thought about it. The San Quentin guys were huge. Working out was a survival strategy, and every one of them was a born-again Christian. Their songs were testimonials to the depth of their suffering and to their experience of the saving grace of the Christian gospel. It doesn't take much imagination to see the monks as their hosts saw them. The monks were, in a word, heathens, short heathens, and they arrived wearing long maroon skirts. It wasn't looking good. And then someone on the host committee saw clearly, saw beyond their differences and into the heart of their shared experience. That person stepped up. Almost all of these Tibetan men who have joined us today have spent years in harsh prisons. They were imprisoned for their beliefs and tortured. Many of their brothers died. Some of our guests were released. Others escaped. Then to find freedom, they walked across the Himalayas, the highest mountains on earth. They tied rags on their feet because they had no shoes. And now they live in exile, far from home. They may never see their families again. Through all of their suffering, all of their struggle, what has kept them going are their songs and their prayers. This is what they will share with us today. And so the Tibetans sang. And the Americans sang. They attended to one another's music with hearts broken open by suffering, hearts broken open to their shared humanity. When the performance was over, they came together to embrace like long-lost brothers. The soul hath lifted moments. The heart breaks open. Right here. Right now. An old Hasidic rabbi asked his students how they could tell when the night had ended and the day had begun, for that is the time for certain prayers and holy rites. Is it the moment the hills lighten in the distance? No. Is it when you can see an animal at a distance and know that it's a sheep or a dog? No. Is it when you can look at a tree in the distance and tell if it's a fig or a pear tree? 
No, replied the rabbi again. It is something very close. Very close. It is when you can look on the face of every person and see that they are your family. Until then, it is still night. Beloved spiritual companions, let us practice incarnation theology. May we leap to land in this very moment. What we call salvation belongs to this time before death. All the world wants is to be held in spite of it all. May our hearts break open to our shared humanity. Let us love one, 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 right here, right now. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart in namaste. I bow to the divine in you. From Bob Frankie's Thanksgiving Eve. It's so easy to dream of the days gone by. It's a hard thing to think of the times to come. But the grace to accept every moment as a gift is a gift that is given to some. What can we do with our days but work and hope? Let our dreams bind our work to our play. What can we do with each moment of our lives but love till we've loved it away? Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Amen.
please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace.